I've been working with this brand for about two years, two years. And out of the blue, they sent me an email saying, hey, we don't need your content anymore. You might find yourself in that position where, oh my gosh, like I can't take a vacation. I can't relax. I don't know how to relax anymore. I don't know how to shut my brain off. Today's podcast, we're going to be going over what it's like to be a full-time content creator. I think this is going to be a reality check for someone that actually wants to be a full-time creator. There's a lot of good things about it, but there's also a lot of hidden things that you may not have thought of. And then if you do go full-time, you're going to think you're going to get into it and you're going to be like, oh, this is actually not what I thought that it would be. So that's what we're going to be talking about today on the episode. So kind of want to talk about you know, what are some of the, the best things about being a creator or why did I want to become a creator, a full-time creator? And then I'm going to get into some of the hidden things that are going to be a reality check for somebody that wants to be a creator. So the reason I wanted to be a creator in the first place was because I wanted to have time freedom. I didn't want to be at a job at a certain time. I wanted to be able to take off whenever I wanted to. I wanted to go work out at lunch for an hour and a half or two hours if I wanted to, do a long run if I wanted to. It was mostly freedom for me. I didn't want to be stuck in a box. I didn't want to be battling traffic. I didn't want to be battling a commute to go to a job that I didn't really like. Eventually, when my content started to pick up, I realized how much I was thinking about content at my actual job and how much happier I was creating content instead of going to my job. And every time I would go to my job, I felt like I was taking away from building my content career. So eventually, I had many talks with my girlfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend now, but I had many talks with her and she was like, you're miserable right now. You should just quit. This is pro- this is what you want to do anyways. And I was thinking, oh, well, I can't do that. This is, like, this is the safe bet, blah, blah, blah. Well, then finally, it came down to a time to where I had had it with my job and a an event happened where a coworker got little mouthy with me for no reason. And I just said, okay, I'm done. Handed in my two weeks. You know, I think a lot of life's choices can be boiled down to that. It's either a series of small events that take you one way or the other, or it's just a one-time big event that finally takes you one way or the other down the road. And for me, it was a series of all these little things, little things, little things, little things. Then finally one big thing happened and I was gone. So that's how it happened for me. Now, it has been a year since I have been a creator. And I have learned a lot of things. Okay, let's talk about some of the best things first. You can work wherever you want. This is awesome if you are traveling, you can keep working. You, If you're on vacation, you can keep working. I don't take vacations because if I was gonna take a vacation, it would look the same as what it looks like right now because I can't turn this off. So if I'm on a vacation, it's going to be the same thing. I'm going to open up my laptop. I'm going to grab a coffee. I'm going to start doing content or brainstorming things, okay? But you can work wherever you want, so that's really nice. I went home for Thanksgiving, was working there in Wisconsin, so that that's awesome. You can get a van. You can work there, whatever you want to do. The next thing is that trips are tax deductible. And what that simply means is that your mileage for whatever adventure you're taking to go film content or to go film a documentary or whatever 
that's tax deductible. They'll subtract that from your taxes or from your overall income at the end of the year so you pay less in taxes. Your gear is tax deductible, most of it. A lot of other things are tax deductible that you'd probably already buy if you were just an, an occasional weekend warrior. So that's pretty cool. It's, it is also usually quite lucrative if you can find and identify the right brands to work with and know how to operate your business. For the most part, I'm getting paid more an hour for my work right now than I was definitely when I was working my nine to five job. And we'll get into a con of that in a second here, but for the most part, hour for hour, it, when I am working, I'm typically getting paid more. And then the other thing is that you can take off whenever you want to, obviously. You're your own boss. You can, yesterday I took off half a day to go ski tour up at the snowy range because I wanted to avoid the crowds on the weekends, which is another great thing. You can do adventures during the middle of the week where there's not a lot of people there and you don't have to battle traffic, battle people getting up there, battle people on your adventure, right? So that's all awesome. And something that I really, at this point in my life, would not trade for, not trade for a nine to five job, to be honest. But there is a lot of hidden things that I kind of want to go over. Number one is kind of what I referred to with the other one. You're always in work mode. If you are a dedicated creator, a disciplined person, which is what I think it does take to be a creator, you are always in go mode. There is no time that I sit down and I think I need to be able to leverage this time into my content in some way. I'm either researching content, I'm either watch, if I'm watching a video, if I'm watching content, I'm literally writing down notes of what I like about the content and how I can integrate it into my content. I can't just watch a movie and just sit there and just watch the movie. I have to be like, oh, I love that storyline. I love what they did there. I love that shot angle. It's really hard for me to do that. So there is really no relaxing in my world. Now, that's pretty on brand for me anyways, and that's why I think it does work for me to become a content creator. But if you're somebody that does like to relax, it you might find yourself in that position where, oh my gosh, like I can't take a vacation. I can't relax. I don't know how to relax anymore. I don't know how to shut my brain off. Now, along with that is you feel like you can't take days off. Like I did kind of feel a little guilty going up and ski touring up at the Snowy Range Resort because I was taking time away from work. If I don't really do any type of activity or any type of adventure, if it isn't also investing somehow in my business, I can rationalize that ski touring, exercising and stuff like that because it makes me more fit to go on more adventures. And sometimes I'll actually go and I'll get content up there too. But if it's something like going to a birthday party for somebody, it's really hard for me to go and do that. It's really hard for me to sacrifice the time that I could be putting into my business to go and do that. So that's something you need to be aware of. The other thing is you always are, as a content creator, you're always trying to figure out what direction to go with content. Like you pretty much have to be a psychologist sitting here and analyzing reels and analyzing videos, why they worked, why they didn't work. You're always sitting there kind of thinking, okay, but if I tweaked mine right here, so there, there's always that going on. And, and one of the worst things that comes with that is the fact that you are going to be told, you're always in this comparison trap to other creators. Always in a comparison trap to other creators. And 
getting out of that mindset of trying to compare your content to their content to where they're at can be very, very difficult, especially if you're in a in a bad loop already in your head. So you're, you're constantly comparing. The other thing is that you are a, for the most part, if you're doing UGC videos, if you're working with brands, you're on a contracted employee basis. And I'll give you an example of what just happened to me a couple of days ago. I've been working with this brand for about two years, two years, and out of the blue, they send me an email saying, hey, we don't basically don't need your content anymore. And so fired, laid off, whatever it is you want to say it is, I'm not no longer working with that brand. It's not like they need to give you a 30-day notice for that. They literally can just say, hey, we're moving on to this, that, or the other thing. Good luck. Now, that's the second time that that has happened to me. And both times, the days afterwards, I'm kind of in this weird loop of, okay, what am I actually doing here? How do I make money? Am I doing the right thing? All that stuff's going through your head. Then you add on the comparison trap when you're looking at other creators and you can really spiral down, which is why I kind of wanted to go over this this podcast because it is kind of it's a little bit cathartic for me. So as opposed to a nine to five, when you know that you are getting money every single two weeks, every month, every week, however that is that they pay you, that is not the case with being a creator, especially if you're trying to count on views or ad revenue or brand stuff. Things just happen so quickly and you need to ad- either adapt or you need to scramble. You need to, you're always on your toes essentially because it really is like this roller coaster wave of getting paid. And typically when you get paid, it, you get paid pretty well. But then there's times where there's a months where you go through and you, you're like, I don't even know where my next paycheck's really going to be coming from unless you're, unless you have retainers, which is something that I go over in my outdoor creator Academy course, which is, which I'll leave a link in the bottom, by the way, if you're interested, at least a free ebook, you can grab that or go into the Academy. But one of the things I, I talk about is like, you need to get on retainer with these brands and that's how it's going to, that's, what's going to help you get out of the job that you're currently working at because you don't have to sit there and try to pitch and pitch and pitch to brands. So getting them on retainer is, is super helpful. But again, getting them on retainer doesn't really, I mean, you are still on a contract basis. They can let you go at any time. And that's the advantage for them is because you're not an employee. They don't need a reason to let you go. They don't need to give you your own insurance. They don't need to give you benefits, which is another thing about being a creator. All of that's private on your own now. I mean, I have medical insurance. I, I'm not sure how good it is. <laughs> I think it's okay, but I guess we won't know until I, God forbid, have an actual accident on it. <laughs> so, But yeah, so all of that has to be taken care of by yourself. So essentially what I'm saying with this is that you you don't have the financial security and the financial net that you would if you are working a, a regular job. And honestly, sometimes I think about that a lot. Man, it would be nice to just go back to a regular job and just have the security and the peace of mind that when I clock out, I'm done with work. Don't have to think about work for the two days or three days, get paid on holidays, whatever. I take days off, blah, blah, blah. Man, it would be nice to have that. But at the same time, what's nice about being a creator is that you are in charge of your financial security. So if you are a disciplined person, if you are somebody that is really obsessed with this, the scaling 
is unlimited to where you might be only capped out to whatever it is your cost of living raises every year wherever you're working or just a raise that's determined by somebody else. When you're a content creator, you are in charge of how much money you make or how much money you don't make, which is a really cool concept if you are a driven individual. But if you're not a driven individual, if you know that you're not obsessed with this, if you're not somebody that has the discipline to wake up in the morning, because that's another a good great thing about being a creator. You can wake up whenever you want, but it's also dangerous if you aren't disciplined because you'll find yourself sleeping in later and later and later, and now you're not getting work done. Now you're not reaching out to other brands. So you need to be aware of those things before you want to step into those things. Now, the other thing is that's tough about being a content creator is winters can be extremely tough. And sorry, I know I'm kind of jumping all around here, but kind of have a rough outline of notes that I'm looking at, but not really. <laughs> so you you winners can be super tough. Everybody knows adventurers, most of their most of my content is created spring, summer, and fall. And with winter, it's a lot harder to one, find the motivation to go out and film because it's freaking cold. Two, the weather kind of usually sucks, especially if you're on the Pacific Northwest, it's always raining. And three, I'm just not doing the amount of adventures that I was doing in the summer. I mean, in the summer, I'm basically gone every single weekend. Everything is booked. And so that allows me to get a ton of content. You go on one trip and you have a weeks of content. And so then I'm editing in between there. Then I go on another adventure. I had more editing through the weeks. All of that, which is great. It keeps me busy. I love it. Winter is different. Winter is very different. So you kind of have to pivot what your content is going to be about. One of the things, thankfully for me, is that I've found is what's really helped has been splitboarding content. And that for a big, re or for whatever reason, well, I know why. There's not a lot of content creators talking about it on YouTube, but it's really taken off for me on YouTube. So I'm really doubling down on things that I've seen working. That's one of them. But like I said, overall, to be a content creator, you need, in my opinion, you need to have that discipline. You need to have that drive. And if you do not have that, I do not think that this career would be for you. But if you do have that, it's really exciting because you can you have control over your destiny, over your life, over what you're essentially getting paid. On the same token, it's very stressful. Now, the question really would be, would I go back to a nine to five job after being a content creator? And the answer would be no. I don't think that I could go back to, to having somebody tell me what to do. I like being my own boss. I feel like I have the personality for it. I like being in charge of essentially my life, of adventures that I can go on, how how much I can scale my income. But hey, it, you know, I'm just being real. It can be stressful. So I kind of relate it to being an endurance athlete. I mean, you're basically running a 100-mile race here. So you can't burn yourself out. You got to be cautious of burning yourself out too quickly because that can happen. You have to have a really good why as to why you're doing this. And you have to have wins along the way to get you to that final destination. Because if you don't have these wins, just like a hundred mile ultra, it's up and down, it's up and down roller coaster. But those wins, you need to hold on to them and you need to stack them up, right? So hopefully that helps people kind of get a realistic view of being a content creator. If you want to be one, I'll leave the links to the Outdoor Creator Academy below, also a free ebook below. And then if you could, please leave a five-star rating 
and leave a review on the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for listening today.